Our next guest for today is a multi-talented woman who does a lot of things for the network, as well as being a podcaster. It is Dana Wall Oakley. She's the host of Dana Does Voices, and here she is, Dana Wall Oakley. Welcome, Dana. Hi, Guy. Thank you. Dana is also the Chief Operations Officer of PRConnectionsRadio.com. All these things that are happening behind the scenes. Very few of you know anything about these things, but the reason why our network runs as smoothly as it does and we're able to host wonderful podcasters like Katie and like Brian and like Sandra McKechnie and uh, so many others on this network is because we have a team of people, Dana Wall Oakley being uh, one of those people that make it all uh make it all work. And I guess even since we did our last marathon, Dana, the network is, we've, we've picked up shows. How are things going uh, with the operations? Smoothly, I want to say smoothly. We have brought in a few more shows since the last marathon. We're up to 14 shows now, including yours and mine. Brian's and a few others. You can check them all out on the shows page at prconnectionsradio.com. We have them all set up there and we're working on a few more. We have another one that's in the works and some more twinkles of ideas for shows that are coming. Our goal is to be an actual network of a bunch of shows. So if you, as Guy said, are interested in having a new podcast, info at prconnectionsradio.com and we'll set that up for you. We'll give you a call and have you interview and and uh, it'll be fun. It's really great to be a part of the network. And you know, I, I love being behind the scenes, I want to say, because I'm organized and I have all my little ducks in a row when it comes to when the podcasts are and who's on them and and I do have a team of people that help me get those on the air. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's really fun. It's smooth. Yeah, Dana. I mean, again, when you're dealing with 14 different shows mm -hmm. and some of those shows have multiple podcasters uh, who host along with getting the guests there, the, the systemization of all of that. I mean, it's it's much more than meets the eye, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And yes, there are several podcasts that have more than one host. So those two have to come on. They usually have a guest. So we have another person on, sometimes two other people on and uh, coordinating how to get them into the StreamYard studio so that we can do the live broadcast is a fun challenge. <clears throat> fun challenge. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I really do. So tell us about Dana Does Voices. You have an interesting <laughs> alter ego. You are a voice actress as well. Will you yes. share with the audience what a voice actress does? Uh, voice Over Talent does recordings of, for example, commercials or <clears throat> those audiobooks you listen to. That's a voice over talent, a voice artist. The commercials you listen to where you're not seeing the person talk. It's a voiceover. That's what a voiceover person does. I like to do uh, when I'm reading, I can't help myself. I just do different accents and different voices. And I decided to put this podcast together with my other talent, which is writing. I do, I've 
I was in a voice hobby, a voiceover hobby group years ago, and I did a lot of scripts in that group. And I've done more writing since then. And most of them have characters, multiple characters. And when I share either in one of my Toastmaster groups or on my podcast, and I'm reading the script with the different voices, I, I can't help myself. The d different characters just come out. So <laughs> a voiceover artist is somebody who can do different voices and read where they're, it doesn't sound like they're reading. It's more conversational. And they get that point across to you. that You've heard commercials, I'm sure, with, uh, and sometimes games. If you play computer games or even, say, Xbox games, there's people, the characters are talking. A voiceover artist did that voice. That's what the voiceover the talent is about, is providing those voices that sound good to, and you talked about the voice of new media, which is streaming and getting our voices out there. And that's part of it. And I, I guess it fits in your persona of behind the scenes. So even it, in being a voiceover actress, yes. you also are still behind the scenes. People don't see you, but the work that you're doing is very important. Yes, that's true. I, I do prefer being behind the scenes. So when I do my normal podcast, I'm not on camera like I am for the marathon because being on camera is not my comfort zone being behind the camera, being doing the voiceover behind the scenes is generally where I'm more comfortable. Sometimes you have to pull some really funny voices or faces to get those funny voices. And the audience doesn't usually want to see that. You know, you don't want the audience to see that funny face you have to pull. Like, got that funny face, you know, that voice that sounds like this. You have to pull a really funny face, right? <laughs> so behind the scenes is generally where the voiceover artists prefer to be. <laughs> well, I'm or going to give a you voice. a chance to go back. Yeah. With don't, don't use all these up because I'm going to give you a chance right now to go behind the scenes and okay. share some of these funny voices yeah. that otherwise with all of us, I'm going to... Please welcome Dana Wall Oakley with Dana Does Voices. See you soon, Dana. Thank you, Guy. Today on Dana Does Voices, I do have two different scripts that I will be reading. Both of them are part two of series that I've begun and wrote years ago. One is my Bobby Tucker series. He's a rather flamboyant reporter on the street. I'll do that one first with four characters followed by number two in my Kool-Aid Man series, which this is going to be a challenge, has nine different characters. This should be fun though. So here we go with Bobby Tucker. Hi, this is Bobby Tucker, field reporter on the street to get the pulse of the nation on today's issues. It's Pet Dental Health Month. I'm headed out into the field to see whether or not the pet-owning community is taking this seriously. Dental health is important for the health of our pets. Let's check in with my neighbor, Bonnie, to see if she knows how to take care of her pet's teeth. I'm sneaking in the front door again and up the stairs to the bathroom. Yep, she's running the bathwater to give her dog a bath. 
Let's surprise her again. Bonnie, I see you're about to give your dog a bath. What steps are you taking to ensure your dog's dental health? Ah, you pervert. What the hell are you doing in here again? We want to see what steps you've taken to ensure the dental health of your pet. Oh, well, as you can see, I have a pet dental brush here and know how to brush my dog's teeth properly because I asked my vet. I brush Kevin's teeth a few times a week and I also give my dog a treat designed to clean his teeth and freshen his breath every day. Excellent! Bonnie knows that regularly brushing your pet's teeth is the most effective thing you can do between professional cleanings. Daily brushing is ideal, but probably not realistic. If you're brushing your pet's teeth at least three times a week, you're doing a great job! If you don't know how, ask your veterinarian like Bonnie here did. Thank you, Bonnie! Keep up the great work! My pleasure. Now get the hell out of here again before I call the police, you freak! Wonderful! Back on the street. Now let's check in with this random guy walking his gecko. Gecko? Well, it takes all kinds. Excuse me, sir. Do you know about pet dental health? What? I'm reporter Bobby Tucker and it is Pet Dental Health Month. I'm checking with random people to see if they know how to maintain their pet's health by keeping their teeth clean. I've no idea what you're talking about, dude. Is that your only pet, sir? Yep. This is my gecko, Gurky. Gorgeous! And do you keep his teeth clean for maximum pet health? Geckos don't have teeth, you weirdo. Let's go, Gurky. Okay. Now we're going to call my sister, Rhonda. She's 56 and has a dozen cats, four dogs, and two chickens. Does she know how to keep them healthy by cleaning their teeth? Let's find out! Ring, ring. Hi, sis. What are you up to? Oh, hey, Bobby. How are you? I'm just getting ready to start on my daily pet toothbrushings. Today will be Fido and Rexy Dog and the cat Sparkles and Lulu and Smokey and maybe Henny Hen. Though the chickens don't have teeth, I still try to keep their mouths clean. You know, I change out which pets I do every day so they all get a turn and I don't have to. Okay, I'm good, Rhonda. It's funny that you say you're brushing your pet's teeth. We're reporting on Pet Dental Health Month, and I wanted to see if you know your pet dental health. Oh, of course I do, Bobby. And did you know there are many signs that your pet's health may be failing, and bad teeth is one of them. You should have your pet's teeth checked if they have bad breath, discolored teeth, reduced appetite, or they drop food, or if they're bleeding from the mouth. Or <gasps> Okay, sis, check for bad teeth. Anything else? Oh, of course, Bobby. Don't forget how to... Find out how to safely brush your vet's teeth by talking to your veterinarian. If you don't brush safely, the teeth could get infected or they could have pain. And a pet in pain could bite you. That happened to me once. The pike got all infected. Couldn't use my hand for a month. You remember that time I had to use my left hand for everything and you couldn't understand that letter I wrote to you about the chickens? And good sis, talk to your vet. Anything else? Oh, of course, sweetie. Don't forget that it's not just dogs and cats, but... All pets need proper mouths and dental care. I'm sure you don't remember because you couldn't read that letter, but the chickens had that trouble a couple months ago. I found out that the chicken's mouth got all infected and it was gross, and the vet said, Okay, sis, good for you. Sounds like you finally learned all the right steps for keeping all your pets healthy through proper dental health. That's all for Pet Dental Health Month. Do you know how to keep your pet's mouth clean? I hope so. Tune in next month for Color Therapy Month. 
Do you know how to use colors for physical, emotional, or mental healing purposes? <gasps> no. We'll find out next month. This is Bobby Tucker tuning out. Okay, that was Bobby Tucker. <clears throat> next up, we will have number two in the Kool-Aid Man series. Kool-Aid Man goes to court. Let's take a drink. This is Wanda Wannaberger for Channel 57 News. We've been following the story of the night the Kool-Aid man went crazy. Remember six months ago when Mr. A broke into Mr. and Mrs. Moneybuck's manor and flying masonry killed their butler, Jeeves? Mr. A went crazy and sprayed Kool-Aid all over the security forces before the police could subdue him. Today is day one of the trial. We go to our reporter in the field at the courthouse, Jane Kickenhappy. Jane, what is the atmosphere at the courthouse this morning? Well, thank you, Wanda. I'm here at the courthouse to follow the amazing case of the Kool-Aid man on trial. The atmosphere over here is subdued, although there are protesters on the street that are calling for Mr. A's release. If you recall, he claimed temporary insanity and said he was only doing his job. According to my source, Mr. Aid was seen by a doctor, and we should find out today if that defense will help Mr. Aid's case or not. The prosecuting attorney wants him charged with murder, and the Moneybucks are suing him for destruction of private property. Mr. and Mrs. Moneybucks' home required over $1 million in repairs. We are lucky enough to be allowed to film the trial. I believe it's about to begin. Hear ye, hear ye, the court will come to order. The 4,756,321st session of Persons Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Trudy presiding. Please rise. Oh, I thank you. You may be seated. Next case, Money Bucks versus Aid. Please come forward. Your opening argument for the defense, Miss Rupin, and please be brief. We have a long day ahead. Your Honor. Mr. Kool-Aid, on the evening of September 12, 2015, was in the process of the duties of his job when security forces restrained and humiliated him. Prosecution alleges that Mr. Aid caused extensive damage to the Moneybucks home and flying masonry killed their butler. We will prove that Mr. Aid was in fact called upon as his his job and the death was an accident. Object! Miss Scheister, the prosecution may not object during opening arguments. Sit down, you'll have your turn. Continue, Miss Rufin. Thank you, Your Honor. As I was saying, Mr. Aid was not in his right mind at the time. We move that Mr. Cool Aid has become psychologically incapacitated due to the rigors and hazards he encounters during the course of his duties and should be admitted to a loony bin for rehabilitation. We also contend that the new sugar-free type of Kool-Aid be banned or outlawed, as it is hazardous to society's health. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Miss Rufin. Miss Scheister, you're up. May it please your honor, we will prove that Mr. A did deliberately and maliciously destroy the home dining room of Mr. and Mrs. Moneybucks, causing the untimely death of their exemplary butler, Mr. Jeeves. In addition to murder changes, charges by the state, Mr. and Mrs. Moneybucks are suing for damages and mental anguish. I'm completely devastated. He's insane and should be locked up and throw away that key. That's right, lovey. He caused extreme distress and disorder in our home. He deserves the electric chair. 
You're out of order. Miss Shyster, please control your clients. My apologies, Your Honor. As I was saying, Mr. and Mrs. Moneybucks are suing for damages and mental anguish. They're asking for $5 million. That's outrageous. They called me. Didn't they say, hey, Kool-Aid man? That's my cue. I was only doing my job. You can't sue me for that. It's my job. And that new sugar-free Kool-Aid, I tell you, it's hazardous. Is it your job to kill someone? Oh, jeez. It's going to take forever to get the stains out of the carpet from that Kool-Aid you sprayed everywhere. You're out of order, Mr. Aid. Please sit down. If the lawyers can't control their clients, everyone will be held in contempt of court and removed. In fact, this whole thing is ridiculous. This is person's court. And if I can see correctly, the defendant isn't even a person. Case dismissed. You're all in contempt, and all of you will spend the next 30 days in the loony bin. Bailiff... Take all these crazies into custody. Clear the court. Hmm. Noon. Excellent. Just in time for lunch. I might even have Kool-Aid. Court adjourned. Well, what a strange turn of events. That's obviously a completely unexpected outcome. I'm at a loss for words. Back to you, Wanda. Thank you, Jane. Completely unexpected indeed. I wonder if the judge has been drinking too much Kool-Aid herself. She seems to have lost it as well. This is Wanda Wonderburger for Channel 57 News. <laughs> and that is the end of number two in the Kool-Aid series. I only have the two scripts for today, but stay, keep tuning in to PR Connections Radio for Dana Does Voices when they should be on Saturdays. Tune in. We'll see. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you. <laughs> So much creativity. Oh, thank you. Thank Dana, you. These, <laughs> right? How do you get inspired? I know I've asked you this on other po podcasts that we've done. How do you done. get yourself in a place of inspiration to be able to step into all these different characters? That is an excellent question, Guy. Um, usually I'll practice a few times, but I do, uh, to get inspired to write, I I look around and something just comes to me. It's that proverbial hit in the lightning, you know, hitting the head with the lightning, the strike. And then I'll read through the script a few times and decide what the characters are supposed to sound like. The most challenging part of it is keeping the same voice when the when the script is changing from character to character to character. Uh, ideally, when you're doing a voiceover with multiple characters like that, you would record each person's lines separately and then mesh them together into one by editing. I have not done it that way yet, but that is my plan so that it will be more seamless and the character voices will be more consistent. But I, you know, I read it and I just think, okay, well, you know, Mr. Moneybucks, he's kind of snooty because he's got a lot of money, right? And the character, um, the judge was supposed to be Irish, but I don't think I did that Irish accent too well. <laughs> but that would be something that I would practice more and more. And the more I would practice it, the more consistent the, the character's voices would be. But I don't know. I just, it's just something that comes to me. 
Yeah, well, I really enjoyed uh, your show, Dana, and we hope that we'll see more of it. I know sometimes because you're such a behind-the-scenes person, we have to coax you to unleash uh, this wonderful (laughs) podcast that you have on us. So, yes, please, when you get a chance, bring this back. I think it's interesting. I've not seen a podcast quite like this anywhere, actually. Yeah, you know, I do have, because I have so many other duties, it's hard for me sometimes to find time to do it, but I I do plan to put it in my schedule more often. So if it's on the schedule and it's on my to-do list, then I'll do it and then schedule it to run on the day it's supposed to run. Because <laughs> it is fun. It is fun to do. And I li- do like to unleash that creativity. I'm a little bit hard on myself though. And, I, and it's easier to do it live rather than if I pre-recorded it, I would go, I'm not so happy with that. And I would do it again. <laughs> Until well, it's the great work behind the scenes, Dana. And again, we greatly appreciate all that you bring to the network, managing uh, our flock of podcasters that is ever growing. And yes. we greatly appreciate you. You're welcome, Guy. I have a lot of fun with it. Thank you. All right. And I want to encourage all of you to tune into Dana Does Voices uh, to hear her eclectic approach to uh, podcasting, going into different characters. And uh, so we're near the end of the mini marathon here at PRConnectionsRadio.com, the voice of new media. I encourage you to tune in to our network for our variety of podcasts. We've got a lot of great things on the horizon in terms of new shows and and content. And we will have our next marathon on January the 1st, 2024. And that will be a full-fledged marathon. You'll be able to meet our personalities, listen to their shows. We've got a, a lot of work that we're going to be doing between now and then, just trying to bring you the best entertainment out there and great content that will inspire you and make you laugh and make you think. And so, yes, please go to our website, prconnectionsradio.com. Uh, to watch all of our podcasts. And if you are interested in uh, being a part of our show, either as a sponsor or a participant with your own podcast, just reach out to me at info at prconnectionsradio.com and I will get back to you and uh, we'll see how we can bring you into the world of PR Connections. I hope you all enjoy your Labor Day weekend and we will see you again very soon. Take care of yourselves.